Hey, Jenna from the future here. During the first season of this podcast, it was called Make Your Day. So you're going to hear the old intro and references to the Make Your Day podcast. But don't worry, you're still in the Building Balance feed. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the Make Your Day podcast. Today, I want to talk about something that we all deal with probably hundreds of times per day, even if it's often quite subtle or maybe it's subconscious even, which is making decisions. Or well, I don't actually want to talk about it as much as I want to share a tool that I came up with a few weeks ago, the decision-making matrix, and I want to share how you can use it to make some decisions a bit more intentionally throughout your day. And just for the record, this is not about using this as a way to judge yourself, but rather to encourage yourself to take a pause for a few seconds to make a more intentional decisions in those moments when you're kind of stuck debating what to do. I'm going to try to talk about this in relation to how we're spending our time, how we're deciding what tasks or commitments to take on, and how we're following through on what we've planned to do. But I can't promise that the examples I come up with for for some of the stuff won't deviate a bit from this, because sometimes examples from other types of situation might kind of make it easier to illustrate. So the decision-making matrix consists of two different axes. There's how you'll feel during you do the thing and how you'll feel after you do the thing and for both there's the option of feeling great and feeling not so great so at first I just want to quickly define what I mean by how you'll feel during and after so during is really in the moment while you're doing the thing that you decided to do does it feel good does it feel fun does it feel exciting or energizing Or does it feel really forced or hard or just really unaligned and not right for you at all? Because, you know, sometimes you may have felt excited or determined when you didn't make a plan, but once it's time to actually do the thing, it's kind of easy to let your in-the-moment comfort decide what you actually do. So we just want to stay conscious of that. So even if something is important to us, we're not always too excited about doing it in the moment. Something can feel like a chore sometimes just because of how we're feeling that day overall or if we're overextended. Then there's the after. So how you'll feel after. This is kind of in the bigger context of doing the thing. What is the aftermath of that thing you decided to do? So How would you feel about yourself if you did it? Will you feel proud? Will you feel disappointed? Or how would you feel about how you spent your time if you did it? Will it feel like it was a good use of time or like a waste of time or just like just not a very great use of time, right? Or would doing this go against goals you have? Or would making time for this take time away from something that you actually would have wanted more or something that you um, know would have actually been better to do in that moment. So basically afterwards, will you be happy about having done it? So I want to dive into the different quadrants of the matrix and I'm going to give examples in each and some of them might resonate with you and some of them might be 
the complete opposite for you because we all kind of like different things. So I'm just trying to give some examples that can help you see how these things might play out in your life. In the first quadrant, we have feeling great during plus feeling great after. And overall, this just sounds amazing. So I want to say yes, do it if you are able. So some examples could be doing your favorite workout or working on a personal project or maybe spending time with your partner, having some quality time together. Or an example of this might also be to choose to rest instead of work out if you're feeling sick. Or maybe there's something you really enjoy doing in your business and it would feel great having done that after. It would feel like it was a good use of your work time. So for me, something like this has been to create a resource for my followers, like my intentional planning PDF or my audio training, both of which you can go download from my website if you would like um, at jennahelberg.com. So basically, it'll feel right as you do the thing. And you'll also feel really great afterwards and you won't really have any buts and ifs and regrets about it afterwards. And these kinds of tasks or activities um, are great to plan for really any time of day, I think. Um, but they might be a good thing to plan for when you generally aren't too motivated to get things done. Because that natural excitement and feel good that comes with it can help you do this stuff even when you're not at your most energetic or refreshed or it might even be the thing that charges you back up depending on what type of thing this is. In the next quadrant we have feeling great during but feeling not so great after. So this kind of sounds like you're just after a temporary feel-good thing, a temporary high so kind of taking that step back and thinking about whether or not you're okay with the consequences, with the, with the feelings afterwards, that might help you decide whether or not to actually do the thing. So some examples could be to stay on the couch watching a show for a few hours when you had planned to declutter your home or, or to do an important work task. I was actually guilty of this um, just right now, just this morning. I started my day off watching some TV. I was watching um, Sex in the City because I'm on my period and I'm feeling kind of low energy. And in the moment, I felt like I just don't want to do anything today. Um, even though I was supposed to be recording this podcast episode. And then on my to-do list, I also have to book some coffee chats with other business owners. But I knew that if I chose watching TV all day instead of recording this podcast episode and instead of contacting um, those potential business friends, I would really regret it later. So I peeled myself off the couch before starting a third episode and here I am. Um, but I'm getting sidetracked. <laughs> Another super simple example of this, of feeling great in the moment, but not so great after, could be just eating a ton of sugary treats late at night when you know that it's going to mess up your sleep for the night and you'll be really groggy and kind of grumpy the next day. So oftentimes, if I really think about this intentionally, um, I'd rather just not do the thing so that I can avoid the consequences later or so that I don't miss out on the thing that I had actually planned for 
And generally, I'd say that that if it's a thing that won't feel great after the fact, that won't feel great after or long term, it's probably something that you might want to avoid. Though I do want to say as a side note that when I talk about um, how you'll feel after and not so great, if this not so great feeling is guilt around taking time for self-care, for example, that is something um, to examine and to work on. That is not the type of thing that I'm talking about here, right? And I hope that um, you can see the difference there. Then in the third quadrant, we have feeling not so great during, but great after you've done the thing. So this sounds like it would be something important to do. And you'll probably also have that gut feeling that tells you that it would be great to do the thing. So my suggestion is to do if and when you have the capacity. So some examples could be doing your taxes or writing up a bunch of business emails for marketing your offers while you're on vacation so that that stuff is happening automatically or maybe cleaning your house. Not to say that you can't enjoy cleaning your house. Sometimes I very much enjoy it. But just as an example, since I know that so many and myself included don't often feel like doing the actual cleaning, but then we do enjoy it when the home is clean and fresh. So it maybe doesn't feel great while we're cleaning, but it does feel awesome after. These types of things, not feeling so great during, like needing a bit of an extra sort of push to do it, but feeling great after. Um, these are great to plan for a time of day when you're still fresh, when you have energy. Because trying to do something that is already a bit of a chore to do while you're also really tired or just out of capacity and resources already, it's just going to take you so much longer. So really try and plan these things intentionally. Of course, sometimes you just can't wait for a time when you're motivated or have lots of energy to do something, but usually it also means that you aren't really putting it off or really debating it because it's something you just need to get done. But when I need to work on something like this, uh, something that doesn't feel that great in the moment, but I really want, you know, the after effects of it, I tend to ask myself, what could make this a bit more fun or at least a bit more tolerable? So usually that means listening to music or working at the coffee shop, uh, you know, pre-pandemic. Or sometimes I just decide that I deserve to work on this thing in bed under my covers. That also happens sometimes. And now we're at the final quadrant, so feeling not great during and not feeling great after. So this really sounds like something that would be unnecessary to do if you don't feel great doing it and you don't see a benefit for yourself afterwards either. So I hope that this is a quadrant that you can use to kind of show yourself that you probably maybe don't actually need to do the thing and can cross it off your list. And I don't mean this kind of thing where you feel not so great while you sort out your taxes and then you also don't feel great after because you had to pay taxes and and, and that, you know, isn't fun. Uh, that's not the kind of don't feel great after feeling I'm talking about, but I think that you are smart and understand that that's not really the kind of thing I mean by this. So some examples of this could be 
going for a run when you're feeling sick or agreeing to go to a social event on your only night off when you just really need to rest so that you have energy again for the next day. Or another example might be um, agreeing to do a presentation at a summit because you're just trying to do all the things to get your business growing. But you also know that creating your presentation will be a ton of work. You're not really excited about it. Maybe the topic they asked you to talk about isn't really fully your main topic. Or maybe you dread public speaking. And then on top of it, if the people attending the summit aren't really your target audience, it'll probably feel like a waste of time having done all of that work afterwards. So these are the kinds of things that I'm talking about where you don't get anything out of doing the thing in the moment. And then afterwards, it also feels like like you kind of wish that you hadn't wasted your time on that or where you just feel like like you did you you have this feeling that you're not going to get out of the thing what you would wish that you'd get out of it so because this matrix is such a visual thing i decided to make this episode into a blog post as well to make it sort of just crystal clear for anyone who wants to use it in their everyday life i'm going to link to the blog post from the show notes of this episode and You can go take a screenshot of the matrix to keep with you as a reminder too. Before I leave you with all this information, I just want to emphasize that I don't mean any judgment with this and neither should you use this as a way to judge yourself because your circumstances, your energy levels, and your capacity have such a big impact on the choices that you make. I just want to offer this as a tool for you to make some intentional decisions a little bit more often when you're able and so that you can strengthen that kind of intentionality muscle so that it gets easier to make those intentional decisions even when you're not at your so-called best. I definitely don't always make the so-called better decision as I've just told you about how my morning today went. But I do notice that if I have taken the time to make the decision a bit more intentionally, I sort of don't feel those consequences, those not so great feelings um, as strongly either, because I have chosen to do the thing that I did. Like if I choose to do the great feeling in the moment, but not so great after, um, because I just knew what I was getting myself into. I had decided, okay, I'm... I'm going to be okay with the consequences this time. So taking a moment to sort of filter through some decisions through this matrix can help you snap back out of trying to get a momentary high or from talking yourself out of doing something that would actually be really great for you. I would really love to know how this helps you or if you had any ahas while listening, you can just share your story on Instagram and tag me or message me on Instagram at the Jenna Hellberg so that I can support you. And hey, subscribe to the podcast if you want to be notified of new episodes that come out and share the podcast if you feel so inclined. Thank you so much for spending your valuable time with me. I hope to be in your ears again soon. Bye.